You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. You can listen to all of our shows online in perpetuity. YourCatholicRadioStation.com. Is that, is that still live? Is that yes, still indeed. it? Yes, indeed. You uh, just hit the listen button on, uh, yeah, it's actually RealPresenceRadio.com. And uh, hit the listen button, and uh, you're on. Or you can go to the app, uh, Real Presence Radio app, worldwide, and you can tune in. So all of these shows are are uh, are saved uh, right. for better or for worse. Uh, for better today, we had uh, <laughs> we had Megan Schneider on to uh, kick off the hour with Mike Raber from the University of Mary. We discussed the bioethics program there, and I just finished another interview with Steve Ray from his book. Um, and uh, we visited about uh, the, the the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus, and so so keep that in mind. Um, we we uh, we appreciate all of our listeners, and we for those of you who are driving, we hope you have um, a a safe trip, uh, reach your destination safely. Uh, a lot of people are, are are driving and listening to us, Mike, and we 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 sometimes don't don't realize that that's some of the best radio time in the oh, car. Indeed. You know, just a, a drive across town, it's amazing what you learn. Or just a drive across town. Indeed. I yeah. was thinking a drive across the state. Across the state, or, you can or, listen or, to or, us for five hours. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, well, a man who drove this morning is, is Jeff Case, my next guest. He's here uh, in the studio, which is my office at the Church of Corpus Christi in Bismarck. Jeff, good morning to you. Good morning, Monsignor. It's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you, sir. Uh, who, um, who are you, Jeff? I, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a member of Our Lady of Grace Parish in Minot. I've been a member there since uh, Father Charlie Height was there back in the day. So uh, I've lived through several pastors, which is a wonderful experience. Uh, we now have Father Bruce Krebs, of course, who is retiring now uh, at the end of June. Uh, he's a wonderful priest, and Father Mouse will be coming to us in July, so we're looking forward to that. And I've been involved in the men's group at Our Lady of Grace for quite a while. Great. Is uh, Eli, is uh, Jeff uh, loud enough? I want to make sure he's coming across loud and clear. Thank you. So, Jeff, you drove down from Minot this morning, or you're from Minot. Yes. Um, Our Lady of Grace is your parish. We're, we're talking about a citywide procession, a Eucharistic procession uh, coming up in June. Um, tell us about it. Now, this will be held on Sunday, June 6, which is the Feast of Corpus Christi. We actually held a citywide Eucharistic procession last year in September. Uh, this was accomplished with the help and the support of all of our Minot priests and, of course, with the blessings of the Holy Spirit. And this was accomplished in a three-week time period. And um, one of the priests actually uh, looked up the uh, the Feast of Corpus Christi for this year because there seemed to be a desire to to see this happen again. And they said, well, Corpus Christi is Sunday, June 6th, so this has been on our minds for some time. How do I be a, uh, become a part of it if I want to be, become a part of this citywide Eucharistic procession in mind? And I've, I've always said, Mike, this, this, this show is a lot about ideas, too. Mm-hmm. People listening in our, the upper Midwest region, uh, it's, it's about the, the best teachers are the best thieves, <laughs> I've always <laughs> said. And, and so, uh, you know, Jeff is going to give us a, a lot of good ideas here. Mm-hmm. How do pe- people become a part of this, Jeff? Um, anybody can, can attend the, uh, the procession. Uh, we will actually begin at Our Lady of Grace 
on Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock with a Mass. And then uh, after Mass, we will proceed probably around 3 or 3.15 or so down to the Church of um, St. Leo the Great in downtown Minot. And then from there, we will proceed to St. Therese, uh, the Church of the Little Flower, over on uh, the northwest Minot. And then from there, we will proceed to St. John the Apostle, which is on Central Avenue West. So to the extent that we're involving all four parishes and, and, and processing from one parish to the next, uh, it, it would be considered citywide. And you begin at Our Lady of Grace? At Our Lady of Grace. Uh, at, at what time? Well, the Mass is at 2 o'clock, and then the procession will begin after that. And I, I think we want to stress some of the major components of this entire function. Obviously, you, you begin everything with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. That's extremely important, and everyone is invited. And this will be the Mass of the Solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ. This is very powerful. Uh, the, next, uh, the next thing we want to point out is that the Blessed Sacrament will be exposed in all four of the Minot Catholic parishes during the afternoon at different times throughout the time of the procession. It's really important that we have people there praying before the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, this is just as important as being in the procession. So if you're unable or for whatever reason uh, not able to, to, to uh, process, uh, we certainly want you to come to the, any one of the four parishes and pray the, uh, the Patriotic Rosary uh, when the Blessed Sacrament is exposed. Uh, there will also be prayers of minor exorcism that will be offered at each church by one of the priests um, at the beginning of each leg and also at the end when we get to uh, St. John the Apostle. And then there will be final benediction there as well. And then during the procession we'll be praying the rosary and, and singing hymns. Uh, we do have uh, an amplification system along with an FM transmitter, so we, we're pretty sure that everyone will be able to hear and participate in, in praying and singing. Jeff Case is my guest from Minot. We're talking about a citywide procession on the feast day of Corpus Christi, Sunday, June 6th. Sunday, June 6th, 2 p.m. at Our Lady of Grace. At Our the Lady Mass of Grace. Yes. And, and um, you're going to walk from Our Lady of Grace, the procession, uh, the Eucharistic procession. And you're giving this, uh, this, uh, the, these ideas, by the way, in, in the office of the Church of Corpus Christi, FYI. So uh, what, what, what's the mileage from Our Lady of Grace to St. Leo to Little Flower to St. John? The distance between each of the four parishes is about a mile and a half or a little bit over a mile and a half. So we're looking at a five-mile not uh, bad route. It's a good afternoon walk. It's a good afternoon yes. walk. And um, the weather, uh, rain or shine, huh? If the weather is too inclement, uh, we will probably have to postpone it. Uh, it's not going to be possible. I think the logistics to have this rescheduled to another venue is, is pretty complicated. So we would have to look at some other alternative, and that might be to postpone. You have a canopy for the monstrance? I understand there's a canopy coming from Lansford. Oh, sure. And, uh, and uh, other materials will be coming, I believe, from uh, Bishop Bryan High School and uh, possibly also, I believe, uh, St. Leo's. So the monstrance and thurible's and that sort of thing. How did you get involved as, as a spokesman <laughs> uh, uh, or organizer? What, what is your title? Uh, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> how did you get? How did you become well, the, the lead man on this? The idea actually surfaced uh, last August with several members of our men's group. We had visited with Father Bruce, 
because we had had stopped our, our gatherings because of the pandemic. And a few of us got together with him and, and said, you know, we, we, we really need to get back together again. You know, we, we, we miss the camaraderie. We miss the support um, between our brothers. And so when we did meet, there seemed to be a universal concern on the part of the men there with all the problems and conditions that seemed to exist in, in, in the country at this time. Uh, tremendous amount of violence, uh, civil and political unrest, and all of this was exacerbated, of course, by the, the stress and the trauma of the pandemic. And so um, we, we talked about this, and ultimately there was a conversation about uh, spending time in prayer, maybe having a procession. Um, Franklin Graham was going to have a day of prayer, I think, on Saturday the 26th of September. And so that kind of got some of the ideas going. Well, then it eventually grew into a, a Eucharistic procession. And um, we thought that the 27th would work out good. So we talked to our pastors, and the rest, as they say, is history. Uh, so um, it was what, a team effort <laughs> by what, a lot of people. What for, for those listening not familiar with a Eucharistic procession or have ever, never seen one, what is it? The, 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 the Holy Eucharist is in procession. It's in the monstrance. And, yes. Uh, it's dignified under a canopy or, or some to, to highlight it so people can see it. And you walk through, you, you process. Why, 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 why do we do this in the church? Well, I believe the main reason is because we believe that Jesus Christ is truly present sacramentally in the, in the consecrated host. Um, body, blood, soul, and divinity, and the church believes that that the Holy Eucharist is the source and summit of of Christian life. Perfect theology. You're right on. <laughs> and 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 because of what's taking place right now, and I suppose you could say this has been going on for many many years. Uh, Christ uh, is needed. We need Christ. And what better way to to do this but but bring pr- Christ into the community? I think we need to bring Christ outside of the church. We have to live the gospel by our actions. What do you do while you process? Pray? We'll be praying. We'll be praying the rosary, the, the Knights of Columbus, fourth degree knights. We'll be uh, serving. Uh, we'll have the, uh, the color corps in an honor guard. So we will process in front of and, and beside the Blessed Sacrament, along with the Vatican flag and the American flag. And... Um, um, we will have uh, first communicant uh, students uh, dropping petals, rose petals, and flower petals on the on the street in front of the Blessed Sacrament throughout the entire procession, and then all of the lay faithful will be behind the Blessed Sacrament in, in procession. Last week it was somewhere between a block and two blocks in length at given points in time. Logistically, uh, how do you coordinate with the city of Minot? Do they close streets, or uh, how do you keep everybody safe? We will have a police escort like we did last year. I will provide, be providing the police department with the, the route that like I did last year, and then they will provide us with a permit. And um, we do take uh, side streets uh, because we want to be in the residential areas, obviously, uh, for, for, for people to see Jesus in the procession. And uh, we will have to cross uh, Burdick Expressway. There is some construction going on in, in Minot this year. And uh, so we'll cross that. We will also be stopping by the uh, courthouse, uh, the, the police department, um, 
possibly the hospital to briefly recite some prayers because we need we believe we need to pray for the the men and women in these various institutions we we support our police uh we know that they have a very difficult time uh in doing their job and so we'll be praying for all of the people in these institutions indeed the duty to pray for civil leaders is uh, taught in the catechism jeff if you can hang on we're going to be back okay we're coming up on 16 minutes past the hour my name is monsignor schumacher this is real presence live on your real presence radio network i got more questions for jeff we'll be back in one moment Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. For more than 20 years, the University of Mary has watched students thrive through affordable, flexible, and formative online education programs. Now, we are delighted to announce the expansion of these offerings with the robust portfolio of advanced education options created intentionally for the Catholic working professional. Our programs offer accelerated formats with classes beginning every five weeks throughout the year and the potential for a return on your investment in the very first year. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Come to Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich on Saturday, May 22nd and experience the treasures of the church. Over 150 sacred relics of the saints will be available for prayer and veneration. Father Carlos Martins for the Companions of the Cross will give a teaching on the church's use of relics that is a scriptural, devotional, and leads to a renewal of the Catholic faith for many people. Saturday, May 22nd at 3.30 p.m. at Holy Cross in Ipswich. Visit holycrossipswich.org for more information. Thank you for uh, listening. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. It's great to be with you. Jeff Case is my guest. We're talking about Eucharistic processions. Jeff, I have in my parish uh, Sister Gianna. She is a missionary of charity. And um, uh, I've known her for 20 years. Anyway, she, as a missionary of charity, works in San Francisco. Mm. Where... um, where assemblies were outlawed because of COVID, mm-hmm. but protests are allowed. So they, they they didn't have a Eucharistic procession; they had a Eucharistic protest and processed with the Eucharist, <laughs> so that they weren't arrested. Uh, the where where our world has gone is yeah. crazy. But but anyway, we're talking about the citywide procession. Uh, for uh, of the Holy Eucharist in Minot, North Dakota, and maybe you want to do this in in your town. 
the first thing I think you need, Mike, is an organizer like Jeff. Oh, indeed. And he, he, he's 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 got he's yeah. got everything uh, dotted and crossed. And uh, this will begin on uh, the feast day of the Solemnity of Corpus Christi on Sunday, June 6th uh, at 2 p.m. Mass at Our Lady of Grace, Minot. The procession proceeds to St. Leo the Great, Little Flower, and St. John the Apostle. And it brings a lot of grace to the community because of the true, real, substantial presence of Christ, as Jeff said. Uh, are, are there any final thoughts or reflections? Let me ask you this. You you did this in September already, Jeff? Last year, yes. What um, what surprised you? Well, how beautifully it all came together and flowed. And that wasn't just because of human participation and involvement. We are We definitely know and believe that the Holy Spirit... Um, provided the opportunity and gave everybody the the will and the strength to bring this together and uh, our our priests in Minot were so supportive it was just a wonderful thing the whole experience was was fantastic and to be able to walk through the streets of Minot with the blessed sacrament and to recognize the 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 blessings that were are taking place and um, I was going to make the comment that in North Dakota, you know, we're not immune to all of the negativity that's going on in the world. And um, we really hope that other parish communities will have processions as well. And I'm pretty sure that there will be many parishes coming you know, in, in June doing this. Um, we believe that if we are a people of God, we need to turn back to God because all the, the, the negativity really is the work of Satan. This includes me. You know, I, I need to turn more and more and more and more to God, and we need to help others in charity do the same. And I think that one of the things we should be doing is is committing ourselves to more prayer, uh, praying for discernment. What is the will of God? How does how does God and the Holy Spirit want us to help bring about change in our in our country in our society? Sometimes we hear the question asked, if not now, when? And if not me, or you, or us, then who? So I think the Lord is telling us that we begin with prayer, we, we end with prayer, we pray in the middle, but also uh, we are his feet and his hands on earth. And... and uh, for lack of a better term, I think I would probably use the term activist. <laughs> we need to become active. And uh, perhaps Real Presence Radio could, could have uh, certain times of the day when the, the prayer to uh, St. Michael the Archangel, the Memorari, the Our Father is, is prayed more frequently for, for unity. Can we commit time to go to our churches, uh, attend an extra Mass during the week, a daily Mass as a family, pray the Rosary, um, spend an hour before the Blessed Sacrament exposed for unity, uh, for our country, for our, our President and our Congress and our Supreme Court, and um, again, discern what, what is it that God wants us to do. We're talking about Eucharistic processions, and we're coming to you from my office in the Church of Corpus Christi, talking about 
a procession on the solemnity of Corpus Christi coming up on June 6th. Jeff Case is my guest. How, how do people um, learn more about what what you are doing, Jeff, uh, or uh, to get maybe some of their questions mm-hmm. answered? What if, what if, for example, you know, my grandmother cannot walk, wants to be a part of it, etc.? Um, how about some of those details? Uh, we are uh, bringing in uh, carts, uh, five passenger carts, from the North Coast State Fair. They're uh, just supersized golf carts, and um, and so we will have six of those available. And if they want to be in the procession but are unable to walk, uh, they'll be able to ride on on these carts. Um, we also will have a bus in the procession. And then, of course, there's also the opportunity to pray uh, before the Blessed Sacrament in, in any one of the four churches. We believe that that is equally as important as actually participating in the procession itself. So there will be those options available. Uh, we'll have drinking water available um, and things of that nature. And how do they get a hold of you? If they want more information about this, they can contact any one of the four parishes. Um, and they can also go on their websites to consult their bulletins. Uh, my name and the names of a few others uh, will also be available. We have uh, a, a liaison person in each one of the four parishes. So that's how we communicate back and forth with our, our pastors and also with the team that are putting this together. And so you had one in September of last year and then coming up June this year. Do you think you're going to stick to Corpus Christi then? It'll become annual? Or are you going to continue to do it twice a year? What do you think? Well, I was visiting with Father Bruce just a few days ago, and I I, I said, you know, we, we probably want to steer away from just regarding this as an annual event because then sometimes it just becomes an event. And um, while it is important, I think, to bring Jesus into the streets, uh, I think we'll let the Holy Spirit guide us and, of course, working with our pastors and determine the, uh, the, the process in the future. What is it that the Lord is directing us to do? How do we want to do it? So if I'm uh, not ambulatory, more or less, so mm-hmm. to speak, I can just uh, go to one of these churches in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. in mine at uh, 2 o'clock on. And I, you, you said something that was, I thought, very interesting and important. You, you believe that praying in the church is just as important as being in the procession as, as being a part of this. Yes. So, so if you cannot walk five miles, um, you can just... You, uh, I, I, I could take um, somebody to the church... That yes. wouldn't be able to walk. Yes. And, and you have exposition in the church happening. Yes. Well, Our Lady of Grace will be from, from 3 to 4. Uh, the Mass will end at 3 o'clock, and then we'll have exposition from 3 to 4. I don't have the exact schedules in front of me for the other uh, three parishes, but, again, they will be in the parish bulletin. Uh, we have another person who's actually uh, compiling information for the bulletins, and that gets sent out to all the churches So you So well. you're going to leave Our Lady of Grace around 3 between 3 and 3.15, because we'll have uh, Father Bruce, I believe, will pray the the, the, uh, the the minor exorcism prayer first in front of the church before we process. And my question is, how long does this take to walk to St. Leo, to Little Flower, then to St. John the Apostle? Uh, we're counting on at least 30 minutes between each church. 
So you got two hours there plus fifteen plus plus some change. So five around o'clock. Si- five, five yeah, thirty. Yeah, I'm at I'm at six, probably six. We thought it was going to take till six last year, but we were last year it was the other way around. We started at St. John's and ended at, at okay. Our Lady of Grace. And we called ahead uh, to to tell them that that we were a little ahead of schedule, and I think we were there before five thirty. So food is on your own at the end. You, you do, do you yes. Well, last year it got complicated because the Sarah Club was having dinner for the priests uh, afterwards, so it, everything pretty much dispersed, and oh, okay. that's why the time frame was set the way it was. So I see. So we moved quite a we moved uh, rapidly. And Father David Richter had to uh, celebrate Mass at the air base uh, that Sunday afternoon, and he had already celebrated the, was, would have been celebrating the maximum number of Masses he could have. And so Father Waltz celebrated the Mass, but Father Richter did process from St. John's to Little Flower. Okay. And he walked very fast. <laughs> didn't right. take very long to get there. <laughs> Jeff, thanks for being on Real Presence Radio. We wish you the best. This is a citywide procession of the Holy Eucharist in Minot. North Dakota, and it's going to be on the feast day, the Solemnity of Corpus Christi, June 6th, mm-hmm. Sunday, June 6th, 2 p.m. Central Time, Minot, North Dakota, Minot, North Dakota, Our Lady, Our of, Lady Grace. of Grace Church. Or if you don't want to do that, start your own, right? Exactly. In your own city. And we'll help and, you. And, and, uh, and yeah. Jeff will be a, a resource for you. I bet you've learned a lot along the way. A couple tricks here and there. The people who have been working with us from the various parishes are extremely skilled. Uh, Lucas over at at St. John's last year, we had Beverly at at uh, at, at St. Leo, but this year we had Dr. Paul uh, McLeod and his wife, and uh, Deacon Hans from uh, Little Flower is is assisting us, and then we have all the other support people that are helping to put all this together, and they're just tremendous. There's so much skill and so much talent. And it's the will and the desire. You know, that's what's powerful because the Holy Spirit's moving. And we're excited. Jeff, God bless. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you too, Father. If I were sending my child to uh, university for studies, I I would wonder how they're going to continue to live their faith, especially away from home. Uh, So in my next interview, we'll we'll help answer that. Um, If you're looking for a place that will build up your faith, uh, or the faith of your child as a college student. Um, we have our, our next guest to talk about that. We'll be back in just one moment. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Radio Network.